podcast by Agile Coaching Roundtable ACRT. This is a conversational and interview-based podcast channel where we interview agile practitioners, trainers, and coaches that share their experience, wisdom, and insights regarding all things agile. Hi, I'm Ramya Shastri. I'm Vivek Kuntoji. We, we are your host for the podcast by ACRT. So let's begin. listening to our podcast for the first time or have not yet subscribed to our podcast channel hit the follow button on your podcast streaming app now and give us the rating also if you wish to contribute to agile community share this episode with your friends and colleagues as well are you a scrum master or an agile coach that ever got stuck up with a situation where you had to share team members 50-50 across teams, it's chaotic, isn't it? Have you ever heard of fluid scrum teams? To solve such problem of sharing team member across scrum teams using the concept of fluid teams and to learn more about fluid scrum teams, you must listen to this episode with our guest, Willem Ann Agling, who came up with this amazing idea of fluid scrum teams. Let me introduce you all to Willem. Willem is an editor, writer, co-founder of Serious Scrum, world's leading open scrum community of practice, training and publishing platform and of course he is an agile coach whose experience is mainly within finance and retail areas. He focuses on continuous learning and improving squads, tribes and chapters within organization. So without much ado, let's welcome Willem. Welcome to Agile Coaching Roundtable and uh, this is our season 2 of uh, the po- uh, podcast, the uh, podcast by Agile Coaching Roundtable. We are really excited to have you on our show. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. I'm lo- looking forward to the podcast with you. Okay. Uh, to start with, I mean, today we would like to have a conversation with you on your uh, uh, favorite topic, the fluid teams. So we would like to know from you to just begin with, uh, we would like to understand the concept of this uh, fluid team. What is fluid team and how is it different from the scrum team? Okay, uh, th- that's fine. But uh, is it okay that I start with introducing myself a little bit? Definitely, definitely. So my name is uh, Willem-Jan Ageling and I'm um, in my daily work, I'm a senior Azure coach at uh, Worldline. And Worldline is a leading, global leading paytech that provides uh, advanced uh, digital payment uh, solutions to our customers, so all over the world. We have 20,000 uh, colleagues and uh, yeah, we try to be on top of the uh, paytech product game and that requires quite some agility. Uh, apart from that, I'm also uh, the, the founder, co-founder, together with Sjoerd Nijland of Sirius Scrum. And yeah, that's a community that uh, uh, does a lot about, uh, about writing, but we also do conferences. And we, of course, were very happy that you, Ramya, were one of our speakers at our first conference. It was, our, it was my honor, Willem, to uh, just get selected as one of the uh, speakers. I mean, it's a great uh, feather to my cap. 
Well, thank you for that. And uh, we were really very happy with the quality of your uh, of your uh, contribution. It was really great and really interesting. Thank you so much, William. So, uh, the con- you said the what is Fluid Teams and how does it uh, differ from uh, normal uh, Scrum Scrumpy. Teams? Well, um, Fluid Teams, uh, if you look at, at uh, Scrum, Scrum says uh, it's very important to have uh, teams that are not too big. So, if you have, uh, uh, let's say, 15 people, it makes uh, all the sense to split um, the team in two, that you have two teams working on the same product. And, uh, Scrum is a product-centric uh, framework. You want to build a product of value, and it can be that you have to do that with multiple teams. Um, well, the, the it's, of course, great that you can have uh, teams that are uh, stable working on their own parts of the product however um, i have often i often often saw this really working uh, stable teams working on parts of the product but i also saw situations where it didn't work where the uh, environment was so complex and so many things changed and so many new insights came that we really had to constantly move people around from one team to another team so, for instance, we had uh, experts on the topic of, of uh, UX, and uh, she was uh, at team A, and then uh, all of a sudden we had to make arrangements that she also helped team B. And then we said, okay, let's do it 50-50, and uh, it was, but that was not only the only person, we had multiple persons that were constantly uh, demanded to work for the other team, on other teams as well. So, um, yeah, so we were basically restricted by the fact that we had these stable teams and if you then look at um, uh, fluid scrum teams that we be, then you basically say well we have one pool of people let's say 20 people they are all working on the same products but there's one product owner uh, with a product backlog with a product goal and then uh, during the uh, sprint planning these 20 people they uh, first decide these are the topics that we are going to work on these goals uh, we want to achieve and then they are going to organize around the goals. So you might have six people working on goal A, uh, five on goal B, and maybe eight or nine on goal C. And they will work then as a fluid scrum team for a sprint, doing their dailies, uh, working together uh, to create an increment. And then at the end, at the sprint review, uh, everyone comes together, shows to the stakeholders, this is what we were able to achieve, and uh, what should be the next thing that we should work on. So it's it really you really have the stable pool of people of let's say 20 25 and they are every sprint looking at okay how can we best organize to to achieve our goals So that's the difference that's the fluidity of uh, fluid scrum teams Okay uh that that's quite interesting uh, William to uh, uh, to understand uh, what fluid team is all about uh, but would like to understand how did you come up with the idea of fluid teams? I mean, uh, was it that an experiment-based approach that we ever felt of doing it, or it was you know just uh, a brainstorming thing that came out all of a sudden? Well, uh, it started with uh, an issue that we had. So we had um, I was working on on the on a certain part of the product. Within uh, within the Netherlands, we uh, our product is uh, is uh, called Global Collect, and uh, at a certain 
moment I had the responsibility for uh, three, four teams that were all working, uh, like I said, they're all working on an aspect of the product and they constantly had to uh, make agreements on, okay, now uh, Joe is going to work uh, 50-50 for this team and for that team. And uh, so it was very difficult for them to get focused. Um, so there is where I saw the the issue with stable teams. And then I started, I'm always uh, interested in, in uh, a new agile approaches, reading, writing about the topics. And at a certain point I came across uh, fast agile, which is uh, basically fluid, uh, fluid, fluid agile. And fast agile is, is, is built upon the premise of uh, open space technology. And it basically says, well, you have a, a group of people and this group of people is uh, constantly going to uh, organize around the, around the work. And every two days they come together, they decide, okay, this is what we're going to do and uh, who's going to do what. And they, they form uh, uh, small teams and then after two days they, they are done and they are going to look at what are we going to do now. And I found the concept very interesting. And what I found even more interesting was that the, the writer of, uh, or the creator of Fast Agile said, well, this is something you can't use in Scrum. Whoa. And it's, it's uh, basically, it's, it's something, it, it, is a, uh, it's, it is an alternative for Scrum. So you have Scrum, but you also have Fast Agile, and Fast Agile is really for complex issues. Scrum says it is, but Fast Agile really is for complex issues. So I, I recognized the, 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 the topic of, of uh, yeah, you don't know exactly which kind of people you, uh, you need for the next sprint in which, in which uh, composition. I recognize the complexity of that and that if, you, if you're really working in a complex environment that you don't know exactly what will happen. But I also thought, well, why, why would not, wouldn't that work in a, in a Scrum way as well? If you organize it like that, that you say, well, at the planning, we have, uh, let's, let's go for these objectives and then organize around these objectives. Then why, why shouldn't that work? And uh, that's when we uh, started trying that. And, uh, yeah, we got great results with that. Wow, this is very interesting. I mean, to know uh, something uh, like this exists. I mean, I have never come across something called as fast agile, and uh, from there you got to know or uh, learned that, and then you came up with this concept of uh, fluid teams. I mean, this is, uh, I think, wonderful uh, concept. So I would also like to know uh, more, a uh, bit more deeper into that. I mean, uh, for an example, if I were to form a fluid team, so. How do I form a fluid team? I mean, what are the factors that I should be considering uh, while forming a fluid team? Um, well, first of all, it's very important to, to understand what your product is. So, um, um, often often you see uh, uh, people working in scrum teams and they are only uh, a delivery, doing delivery. So, they're working on items to deliver, while uh, scrum is a discovery framework. Um, of course, discovery through delivery. So you 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 want to build a product, uh, uh, you create value, and you you know that you know what you what you know is that you don't know exactly what will be the best thing to do next. And you are taking small steps to learn and then uh, to understand. Okay, this is maybe the best thing to do next. So 
So you you really need to uh, have an understanding of this is my product. Uh, you need to um, you really need to understand that you need that you have to work work towards your goal. So you have to have a, a product goal, a, a product goal that is based upon this is what I want to achieve. Um, so uh, in, in three months from now, I want to have a um, an MVP in the world that people um, really love, that we get uh, positive feedback from. So that could be a, a product goal, and then um, based upon that, uh, you should also be able to to uh, split these product goals into uh, spin goals. So that that every spin you have um, um, one or more, uh, typically more objectives that you want to achieve. So you should be able to do that well. Because it's all about uh, managing complexity, and if you if you do that well, and you have a, a stable team of let's say 15 to 20 people, then I think you're already set to go. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, so when we talk about fluid teams, uh, William, uh, what are the key uh, benefits or advantages? Uh, you know we get in uh, while delivering things um, I think uh, what are the advantages well well the first uh, first thing that I really noticed uh, when we had these uh, four teams that were all working on their own part of the product they felt responsibility for their for their feature but they didn't really have the overview or the responsibility for the total product and it's all nice and fine to really have a fantastic feature of a product, but if you don't know how it exactly uh, helps to bring the value to the overall product, yeah, th- that's not really a good thing. So what we had were, uh, were uh, four teams that were all uh, sub-optimizing. They were optimizing their part of the, of the product, but in the end it didn't really help to, to, to bring the real value to the product itself. And if you if you work with uh, fluid scrum teams, so you have a, a team of 20, a pool of people, I call it, um, and they are constantly talking about this is the goal that we want to achieve with our product, and uh, let's set these uh, these uh, spin goals, and then how are we going to organize around it? They have the ownership for the total picture. They might be uh, uh, maybe only. Uh, be responsible for uh, a part of the of the picture in the sprint, but they know they are working on on uh, on something that that brings uh, the product uh, as a as a whole uh, to a higher value. So they are more engaged in the total picture of the product. So I think that's a benefit. Another benefit is that uh, teams are uh, more allowed to self-manage to find out themselves how and with whom they best can achieve a certain goal. So you leave it to the to the people to organize their own uh, teams for a sprint. I think that's also really uh, beneficial. Um, and I think you can also uh, allow people to be more effective because um, what I, I don't know if you recognize that as well, but if you have a team of let's say seven people you might be having work for six, but uh, in a certain sprint, it can be that for for, for someone, uh, 
with a specific uh, skill set, there's not really something to really uh, to pick up. So then you are looking for work for that person, so that person is also uh, um, f- 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 also feels to, to be uh, use useful in a sprint. And if if you uh, take that away, if 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 you simply have one pool of people. Then you allow everyone to really find the best place to 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 uh, to be effective. I think that's also a major benefit of of fluid scrum teams. Amazing, uh, Willem. I, I just have uh, I mean uh, follow up uh, to this. I mean, just would like to understand. Uh, as you rightly mentioned, right? If there are if there is a product goal and if we have like multiple uh, sprint goals, right? We can have like pool of people. Work uh, on multiple uh, sprint goals. I mean, uh, pull, uh, yeah. maybe instead of like 15 people working on one goal and another uh, 15 working on another another uh, goal, right? So, is it uh, safe to say, or uh, or is it right to say that it is kind of a uh, it gives us the capability of scaling that uh, Scrum does not uh, have, uh, meaning that uh, can we use it as a scaling uh, framework uh, instead of Having uh, maybe uh, scrum teams, multiple scrum teams, can we say that if there is, uh, I mean, the complexity is even more, and it's uh, the uh, vision is to achieve a large kind of a solution, right? Is it uh, safe to say that we can have multiple fluid teams working together on a big solution kind of a stuff? Um, well, I think if if you look at uh How many people can really collaborate in, in in such a way? I think there's a limit to that. So um, I I I, do, I don't think that you can one have 100 people in one pool of uh, in one pool that you then have uh, let's say 12 spin goals and that you that that those t- uh, 100 people then are going to find the best uh, uh, composition for all these spin goals to to uh, to achieve these goals. So I think there's there's a limit to the Number of people that can really work like that. So I would say around 25, 30 would be the limit. So and that's what I also would consider if you work with Scrum. You can of course work with multiple teams within Scrum as well. But I can imagine that uh, if you have more than four, four teams, it will be very difficult for a product owner to work with. What what you could what you yeah. What you could do is is that you would have um, two pools of people, um, let's say two pools of 25, with their own um, um, how do you say that their their own um, objectives to achieve their their product, um, and together they are building the the, the larger product. But uh, yeah, I, I think there's you shouldn't stretch it uh, too much uh, otherwise it, it will be uh, too complex too difficult to to manage yes it makes sense maybe to save for better collaboration or uh, better communication it's better to keep it uh, small as possible yeah because um, if you look at uh, what is a team eh? what is a team in, in fluid scrum teams uh, you could argue that the um, The temporary fluid scrum teams are the team, but you could also say that the group of 20 or 25, the pool of people, are the team. And uh, yeah, there's there's a limit to to how many people can uh, can work together to be really 
to really be a team, to really have the impact of, of working as a team. Absolutely true. So I have, in a, on a similar term uh, or similar point, uh, talking about collaboration. So how does Fluid Team impact uh, not team collaboration and productivity? Um, well, uh, I think the, the positive thing of, of uh, Fluid Scrum Teams is that uh, everyone is engaged in ensuring that the the, the best composition is found of, of group of people is found to to achieve a certain goal or to achieve all the goals. Yeah. So what, what you can imagine is that at the sprint planning, first thing that happens is that uh, together with the product owner, uh, the pool of people is discussing these are the goals that we want to achieve. And then uh, secondly, they would then look into, okay, uh, what's the best... Uh, uh, how can we best divide ourselves that we are going to achieve all these goals? So there's really a sense of ownership there. So that's 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 already something that that really helps. And then at the end of the sprint, when you are at the sprint review, there's also that uh, you also know from from the other teams what they what their objective was uh, because you were in the discussion to create these objectives, and y- you are um, really part of the group that is together creating that product and that makes the narrative with the stakeholders uh, also more engaging instead of that you are only working on one part of the product and then you have your turn with your team to tell about what you did and then as, uh, after 15 minutes another team is is uh, having their story and basically your role is not that uh, that big anymore that's what i often see in the sprint review this seems to be very uh, interesting concept, uh, William. Uh, so, since you mentioned about it's like during the sprint planning, the product owner and pool of people they would decide at what is that we want to achieve, and then they will yeah. uh, decide upon how are we going to achieve that objective or a goal, right? So, uh, what would be the uh, criteria in forming this uh, teams, uh, fluid teams? I mean, is it uh, based upon the goal? Or it would be a kind of a just as a scrum says that we have like cross-functional teams. So is a fluid team or are fluid teams cross-functional, or depending upon the need of the hour or the depending upon the goal is how we are going to form the teams. Yeah. So the the, the great thing about having a larger pool of people to work towards creating a product is that you have the opportunity to have more. Uh, people with with uh, different skill sets in a team of 20 uh, or 25 compared to a team of, of, of 10. So the, the larger pool of people has, uh, is bound to be more cross-functional than uh, a team of uh, a large, a uh, smaller team of 10, for instance. And if you then look at um, uh, the goals, if you have, let's say, you have three objectives that you want to achieve, um, then what really matters is that you have all the people to achieve that objective. And if you have all these people to achieve that objective, the spin goal, then you can call yourself uh, cross-functional because uh, uh, you together are um, capable of creating that uh, product increment to achieve your, your objective. So I, I guess, yes, that's the whole idea, that you, that you ensure that, that uh, you have everyone on board um, in the temporary uh, fluid scrum team to achieve your objective for the sprint. Okay. Uh, also, I mean, uh, 
since we are talking about uh, the cross functionality of the uh, teams and, and uh, how we can form uh, the uh, composition of uh, fluid teams right so is there uh, any uh, situation or a scenario or maybe any type of a domain where fluid teams work best or fluid team uh, teams are not applicable mostly uh, the places where these teams are not applicable Yes, I think when when you are quite sure about uh, what kind of uh, what type of uh, topics you will have in in the coming period, uh, when when uh, the the you already have a good idea of the of the type of people that uh, that you need to build your products, let's say for the coming half a year. It it makes less sense to to be uh, to be a fluid scrum team because uh, that, then you already know upfront it might be a journey to to really find the best way forward but the the technology that you use will be uh, quite the same so I can do it with a stable team so you should not have fluid scrum teams because um, yeah it's it's a new thing it it, it really makes sense when um, you don't know exactly. What you have to do next, uh, ne- next sprint, and it might be totally different in um, a type of work and uh, uh, yeah, what you need to do compared to the previous sprint. So when that is the situation, where the, when your work is really complex and also what you do is really complex, then it makes sense to to have that flexibility. Okay. Uh, so before we uh, conclude this uh, recording, uh, William, I have a last question, uh, probably on the same topic. Yes, uh, would you like to share any scenario where uh, fluid teams were helpful in a maybe in a real time uh, situation? Yes, uh, I can. I can give that scenario certainly. Um, so let's uh, let's give the scenario of uh, an online uh, reporting. Uh, uh, program so uh, in our company uh, it's very important to to uh, provide our customers with uh, the uh, current information about how the payments are flowing through the system if 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 everything goes smoothly if how many of these payments are being rejected or uh, how many of them might be fraudulent all kinds of information you can imagine about payments that is very important for our uh, for our customers to have immediately and uh, we used to uh, we used to have uh, um, reporting that was on a daily basis but uh, we wanted to offer an online uh, solution and that might sound quite straightforward but we have millions and millions of payments every day so it's it's really uh, uh, strenuous for our for our um, um, environment to build such a, a solution so Before we started, we had quite some questions. Uh, for instance, we had a question about um, the technical solution that we have in our heads. So it's not really drawn out completely, but uh, is there a technical solution possible that allows us to have online payments like we uh, like we wanted? So that's something we, that we wanted to test out immediately in in the first sprint. And apart from that, we had a replication process that we wanted to do to do so specifically uh, the replication that we didn't hadn't done before so we also wanted to know um, how much uh, stress this replication process could handle so that would be the the second objective for the for the first print and then we would also want to create a mock-up 
uh, version of our uh, functionality to see if the potential users really like the product. So those were three objectives that we had at the start. Uh, that we uh, said, well, these are our, go- uh, our three goals: to, to test the uh, the functionality if it's really possible, to, to to do a stress test on on the data replication and and a mock-up to see what the users might think of of this. So we had uh, 25 people, and then we organized these people around these goals. They all worked on the, on uh, their specific goals, and then um, at the end of the sprint, they could all. Um, um, provide their insights on what they what they learned. So we came to the conclusion, technically it is possible, but there were wow. some things that we had to iron out um, regarding the replication. Um, it also appeared to be possible, but we really had to push it a bit more to to really find to see if if we could uh, uh, where where the limit of the system was uh, was. We really needed to push it to the limit. And then thirdly, we uh, we said, well, um, we get great feedback on the mock-up. Let's create the first uh, version of uh, first MVP uh, that shows the fraudulent payments. So that was then. Those were the three objectives that we had for the second sprint. And then we uh, decided, okay, who is going to work on the replication? Who is going to help to create that uh, first MVP? And then we had uh, people shuffling around all. Uh, uh, finding a different objective to work on. And the nice thing about this, uh, this is that uh, people really could uh, sink their teeth in the thing that they really wanted to, to solve most. So some really wanted to build the MVP and others really wanted to, to, uh, to solve that uh, replication issue. So that was also highly motivating and, and nice to see. So that's wow, an example of how we uh, how you can do it. This is so interesting concept, uh, William. And uh, what I also could take from this example is that it also, uh, I mean, uh, fuels the uh, self-managing teams, right? I mean, they are coming together, people, pool of people coming together, working on their goals and trying to yeah. knock that MVP out. I mean, this is what uh, we want, right? I mean, uh, enabling and fostering that self-managing and, uh, uh, and uh, self-sufficient teams. I mean. This is something uh, I love the most and uh, I'm definitely going to apply this uh, in my own uh, uh, maybe uh, projects or maybe products that I'm uh, trying to help with. Definitely I'm going to try this uh, fluid teams out because that makes more uh, so much sense, right? I mean, instead of figuring out uh, how are we going to be uh, working, what are we going to do, let's uh, let's have uh, that uh, empowerment given to the people to decide what is that they want to work on. We know that we have these goals. What is that they are going to uh, work on? They are willing to work on. Try the uh, uh, solutions and uh, try try to solve problems. Right? I mean, this is something. Yeah. I mean, this blew my mind. I mean, I'm definitely going to uh, apply this uh, for my uh, projects as well. And uh, thank you so much uh, for those insights, William. I learned a lot uh, from uh, from this and uh, in today's podcast. Thank you so much uh, for joining us today. And it was a great honor uh, having you and learning from you in person. Thank you so much. Well, thank you for having me. And uh, it was a pleasure to, uh, to discuss Fluid Chrome Teams with you. much listeners for listening to us patiently we will meet you again with new episode till then if you like this podcast please do like share and subscribe to our podcast show 
the podcast by Agile Coaching Roundtable ACRT with Ramya Shastri and Vivek Kuntoji.